1: Five, four, three, two, one. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, bad. Ooh, bad impersonation of a rooster. <laughs> Hello, good morning. This is Joseph Brownlee. I get a little fake, phony uh, rooster impression because it's early in the morning. And I'd just like to say, good morning. Body of Christ. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, everyone. It's a lot going on, and before I get started on what I'm going to talk about today, uh, just remember I'm in the area now. You're gonna you're gonna hear the heater coming on once in a while, so that's gonna kind of maybe a distraction to others, and it may not bother some, but <laughs> the heater will. Be coming off and on because I'm in my room and I'm doing this podcast and this is more like an update podcast of what I was talking about earlier. Okay, hello everybody. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another blessed morning that you have touched me to see, Lord. Father, I just ask you to give me the utterance and give me the heart, Lord, to just speak common sense truth to my listeners that takes time to listen to my podcast in the name of jesus almighty i give you praise i give you glory because you so so worthy of it father in the name of jesus almighty amen okay here comes the heater here comes the heater which the heat is coming on okay this is the update podcast this is an update podcast okay what am I podcast I mean what am I updating people might say or the new listeners or the late listeners that's coming and I'm updating or something I told you to keep you know to, uh, to pay attention to and and uh and uh try to keep informed which is the decision on the Supreme Court about the the, the poking and the jabbing mandate. About the poking and the jabbing mandate Which is uh, the vaccine mandate That uh, was, you know, ordered by the Biden administration Reason being I wanted the, uh, the church to keep up on that Because we, no matter if we're not into politics Like I said before Whether we're into politics or whether we're not into politics Whatever decision that is going to be made on that you know, that day, remember, I said it's going to affect us either way it go, and especially in our workplaces and where we work at. So it's very important for us as the church to be in tune and keep up with this decision. You know, whether you like it or not, you need to, you don't have to sit there and, and, and listen to it or whatever like that. So, well, all that's over with now. This it was It's over quicker than what I thought. I'm kind of surprised because I thought it was going to be like a three or four or five or six day. You know, a session, but uh, I was wrong about that it it was just a little session or a little hearing, according to what I'm looking at and according to uh you know the uh you know the uh, the outcome of it. It was just only one day. I can't even get my thoughts together. I guess it's just too early. And uh, according to them, so I'm kind of surprised on that. Well, anyway, for the ones that do not know, you probably know by now, Church. And you know, but the ones that do not know, the Sup- Supreme Court made their decision about this mandate. Now, let me say this mandate was the Biden administration what started it, you know, was trying to order a mandate. I don't know if it was executive order; it wouldn't have made no difference. But he 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 put out a mandate for all workers businesses that have over a hundred employees to be vaccinated or to have a COVID test, a, a random COVID test. That was what the administration wanted to uh, mandate, you know, in 22 beginning this month in January in 22, he's, he started it. He, he put it out there last year and uh, 2021, but as if it would have went through, it would have came through fruition and it would it would have been would have been approved in 2022 if I'm saying that right okay and you have some fighters out there. Thank God for those fighters and everything like that. You have some uh, some uh, people that filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration to stop this mandate. Thank God for them. Because it's unconstitutional. According to the Constitution, it's unconstitutional. Not, they just cannot do that. But if they can get away with it, if, if, if they could have got away with it, it would have happened. No doubt about that. Well, anyway. The decision came in a couple of days ago. and some of you probably, um, are probably late in waters. You know, like a lot of things I do, it's kind of late. But I'm just want to update the ones that's not been updated. I want to inform the ones that haven't been informed. You know, and that's what I do on my podcast. That's one of the things I do, as of many things. So, uh, Supreme Court made a decision, and it's a partial decision. Let me say, it's a partial decision. It's it's not a it's not a hundred percent celebration decision because this how it went for the private workers according to SCOTUS, which is the supreme court the acronym is scotis which is the supreme court of the united states it's the highest court in the nation you know and i'm 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 going to go back and i'm going to listen to some of the uh the sessions and the briefings and everything, and I, and I want to. I'm going to do that a little later and let you hear some of the questions that the. Because uh, I think it's fair, if you did not listen to it yourselves, and you don't have no idea what you're talking about, what they're talking about. You know, some of the questions. I'm not so much the uh, the lawyers on the administration side. That's trying to get this mandate approved for the big businesses over 100 workers you know through the vaccination and the jabs and uh the covid tests but you know i don't want to hear too much about them because i know what they're going to throw out there you know but i just want to hear the questions or the whens and whys of some of the uh judges that took the case okay that took the case that's that's what i want you to be in tune and that's that's what i want you church to be listening to when i just throw a little bit of that out there not today but i'm gonna set up and i'm gonna throw a little bit of that out there uh, some of the questions that was asked by thomas and uh you know uh and thomas and others and roberts and uh you know, I'm not going to get in the side Sotomayor or the Kagan because they already set what they what they believe or what they stand on. You know, they're going to bypass, and I know people are not going to like me saying this, but, you know, you know, they're going to bypass the Constitution because they're doing it for a political reason. It's sad that you have some of the most powerful people in the nation of the United States and the Supreme Court making decisions for political reasons which is sad for political reasons and that's how low some of the players in the supreme court went you know i'm just leaving it at that so in other words some of them have made up their mind they're going to bypass the constitution and they're going to vote for political reasons i don't care if it's for the right i don't care if it's for the left and i don't care if it's for the middle do not make a decision first of all on your emotions Second of all, on your feelings, which could be the same thing, your physical feelings, and for political reasons. Do not, because this is too important to be making a decision because of your emotions, because of your feelings, and because of your political beliefs. You must make decisions. You're supposed to make decisions, you know, SCOTUS, you know, Supreme Court, according on the merits of the Constitution of the United States, you know, but a few of them bypassed it, according to some experts that know about it. I'm not an expert on, on that, but on this decision, decision that was made, a few of them of the players, you know, some surprisingly not and some uh, one of them is surprising, you know, that made a decision. Okay, this was the decision. The mandate has been blocked for private businesses. Hey, hooray for that one. That's, that's a good one. The mandate was shot down. I think it was six to four, six to three. You know, the Supreme Court stopped the mandate for businesses, for big businesses, for forcing shots on their employees, you know, and they have their reasons why. And they make a lot of sense, you know. Just cannot force none or threaten people with their jobs of of something, you know. They've never been tested. And it's not, you know. It's all kind of reasons why they uh they block this administration, Biden administration's mandate. So you know, if you haven't heard, you know, don't you don't have to fear it no more, unless you know, they left it in the hands of the states. And what I mean by that, you know, it's really left in the hands of the states and there's still a lot, of low, a lot of lower court judges out there that they still might have to go through the fight. But according to the Supreme Court SCOTUS, they block, you know, big businesses from demanding that their employees get the vaccination jab or poke, you know, over a hundred people, et cetera, like that. So that's been blocked now, you know. Now that's a victory. That's I'm 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 glad on that. I'm happy for that. That's a victory. You know I give kudos on Scott. It's not all of them because a lot of them, the three that went against it was 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 a liberal. I'm just gonna be out today. Was a liberal that went against it. Now so I'm not surprised. You know you have a moderate and you have a liberal. You know just I like I said I didn't trust the full Supreme Court anyway, and I would've been shocked if all, all of them voted the same way because you have a split a split in the Supreme Court. You have a split of you need to at least about four or five of them are going to go with the Constitution. Some of them going to partially go with the Constitution. And some of them just going to go on political reasons. And that's sad when you're the powerfulest court in the world and the nation. So, you know, that mandate has been blocked. I didn't say stopped, and the reason I didn't say stop because I know these uh the far left, you know, not all liberals are for it, but the far left is not going to give up. But for now, it has been stopped and it has been blocked for big businesses, so they don't they cannot force you know the vaccination on their employees, and this also means they left it in the hands of the states, you know, to make that decision, and they also left it in the hands of the employees when it comes to private businesses. It's left in the decisions decision-making of the employees or the owners of the business as well but they still cannot force it they still cannot force it the uh the person can't fight against that you know okay that's the victorious part that's the good news the bad news is the healthcare workers got kicked in the behind they got they got treated bad because some of uh, a couple of the judges, I believe it was Kavanaugh, and I believe it was Roberts, and of course it was Kagan and Sotomayor that approved, and maybe others. I don't know about you know the other because I don't, you know. I know it wasn't Clarence Thomas and and Gorsuch and none of them or Cory, it was none of them that you know lost in the way they got out decisioned, you know, or outvoted. For the healthcare workers, so the healthcare workers, uh, the mandate is still on for the healthcare workers. They must get vaccinated before they are employed, or you know, they must get COVID tested on a random basis, which is sad. That I means healthcare workers, the one that I thought was the essentials, the essentials, the main, you know, important workers, they was called by uh Quarmore in New York, and all them essential workers, they get the worst part of this because the mandate still goes in effect for the healthcare workers. If you can understand I'm saying the mandate still goes in effect for the healthcare workers. So that was, that's what came down on that decision right there. Like I say, I was surprised that it, it was so short. I thought it would go longer. I thought it would be more, you know, more, uh, you know, more sessions on different things. You know, what's sad about it. No one got into uh, the questioning
0: Holiday. They got too
1: the efficacy of it, according to Clarence Thomas, the efficacy of it, and uh even the long term, like uh one of the judges, uh forgot her name, you know, she has a long name, but she was appointed by Trump, you know, asked also a good question as well as Clarence Thomas, when is this going to end? When is the end time of all this forcing a mandate? Is there an end time? You know, and that's what there was. It was legit questions that a lot of these conservative judges, you know, that was asking these lawyers that was trying to file and trying to push this mandate through from the administration They had some very legit questions. You know, even Roberts had just questions, even though I'm not surprised about him, according to his his uh, decision making that, you know, he's he, he's he just more liberal than conservative let me put it that way and uh, uh according to his if you look if you if you trace his voting or his decision he's more liberal i wouldn't say far left but he's more liberal than conservative of what i see okay so the healthcare workers get hoodwinked the bamboozled i like to call it and you know and they you know it's just like the decision was made, like they just had to give the left something or the liberals something. They didn't want to go for 100. It should have went anyway. The whole mandate should have been stopped and blocked for the private and health care workers because it's unconstitutional, according to the constitutional experts. I'm not an expert. But according to the constitutional experts, they know more about that than me, you know, so they can explain it better. Don't ask me, you know, I, I'm going to try to get into more of that myself, you know. But the Constitution, according to the Constitution and the constitutional experts, it is unconstitutional and it should have been blocked 100 percent for both the private and the health care workers, according to these professionals. Okay. And, uh, but you can go on both sides on that But if when it comes to the Constitution You know, if we, if we just read the Constitution Like I, I said in my last podcast I think we need to uh, know more about our Constitution You know, you know more, know more about our rights And I'm guilty of that myself But certain things I have been looking into That I know now, you know And it's very important to know excuse me, certain things about your rights when it comes to the uh, United States Constitution. Okay, very important. I believe now. I didn't think about it back in the past, you know, but now I think it's very important for us to know our constitutional and our our rights according to the law because we have a lot of rights and we just don't know it. And, you know, the enemies out there know that most of us is not going to search you. We don't know it and we don't know nothing about it, so we're just going to cave in and we're going to comply. Okay, we're going to comply. So that was the decision. It was a fifty percent victory for Americans. And I mean Americans. It was a fifty percent victory. Now I would say it was higher than that. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna say at least a sixty, seventy five percent victory. That's a big victory. I'm it's more than fifty. That's a big seventy five percent. So but it should have been a hundred, according to the experts, you know. And uh for the reason I um, let me say this before I uh go talk about something else. But let me say this, you know, and uh the reason uh, that Kavanaugh, according to Kavanaugh, he's one of the judges, you know, the reason that Kavanaugh, you know, let the mandate, uh, kept the, upheld the mandate for the health workers, according to him. And it could be law, but I still think it's a cop-out, you know, but I, what do I know? The reason he upheld the law, I know why the other ones did, you know, that's because they straight out liberal, you know, that was their plan, you know. But according to him, I guess, Roberts, they looked at it, and which I do not know nothing about, any hospital or clinic or whatever, like that, that's receiving federal, money because remember private businesses don't receive federal money you know and that's kind of scary if they did it probably wouldn't have went through but according to their judgment uh, Kavanaugh and all the other ones, Roberts, you know, you know, the ones they were surprised that made the call, especially Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, which is a Trump appointee, according to him and Roberts, you know, the reason they upheld the healthcare workers' decision to for the mandate is because the clinics in a lot of hospitals, most hospitals, I believe, accept federal money. Therefore, if federal, if they're accepting federal funding, that means they're part of the federal, you know, organization and a part of the feds or the government therefore that keeps them on the mandate according to their decision because they receive a federal money it makes it a federal thing and so they can force the mandate which they can't, they still cannot my point is they still cannot, according to the Constitution that I know, they still cannot force it. But, you know, it's still going to be a fight. It's, it's not over yet. The health workers should fight. They should get out there and fight because you just can't pick a certain group and just say, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to block this mandate for this group. But we're going to upheld this mandate for this group because we put money in their, you know, in their institution. So they got to go through. They got to get the poke and the and no matter what. Wrong. 100% wrong, you know, and that's, and, and that's, that's the, uh, the Kool-Aid, you know, they pulled out there, it might be right in a way, but they still could have shot it down just said no, because the reason I'm saying this, because it's different, you know, I'm, I try not to get censored. But at the same time, I try to be very careful what I say because I don't want no false information out there or false information coming from me on my podcast. Therefore, I try to be very careful because I don't know the, you know, I don't know how how, how far I can go of saying certain things on this hosted podcast. But I'm going to say it anyway, you know, not in, this, not in a way that I don't know what I'm talking about. So I just let, I, that's why I'm going to do a lot of, you know, Not a lot of people let a lot of people talk about and explain things and decisions, and even some of the uh, the effects that I will have and side effects of some of the audio guests I will have on them, explain it to you themselves without me giving my, you know, my so called facts or opinion. So, therefore, that was the decision. Uh, one of the decisions that was made by Justice Kavanaugh and Roberts, and like I said, I already knew what Kagan and Sotomayor because they're they're liberal anyway. I knew what they was gonna stand on. You know, I knew I had a feeling Clarence Thomas. Uh, I don't know too much about Gorsuch and all the other conservatives, and uh, I had a feeling the young lady I forgot her name what we straight out go with the Constitution. Kavanaugh, I wasn't sure about because of his wishy washy ways and the things. See, I don't know too much about Kavanaugh. I just go with somebody else have said. So I don't have 100% on what he really stands for. But according to the ones that know Kavanaugh, you know, and different things like that, he's kind of a moderate conservative you know and that's not good because he can go in way on you know according to them on his emotions or for political reasons i do not like that then you hear the other side say he's straight out for the constitution but people look at the constitution anyway and they try to uh, elaborate or they try to interpret the constitution for their own means so you can you can look at something a document and but you can interpret it for your own means. And if you don't have a professional or somebody that really know that document that catch you in your mess, you can get away with it. Okay. That's that's what I'm talking about. So I don't like that. Okay. So the decision was made. Seventy-five percent victory for the Americans. It will not be forced in uh, big businesses. Hooray for that, you know, for the fighters for that. But it's sad for the health workers. And I, I, I advise no, well, I advise. to not like they're gonna listen to me. But I will be with them, and I, I agree with them if they continue to fight because it ought to be a hundred percent block for forcing somebody to get a, a, something in their body. You know, it should be your choice. You can't not force anybody. You have a right. If you want to put something in your body, it's not just only uh, the poking in the jab or medicines and everything, you know, how come everything else is your choice? Let me just say this. <clears throat> then I'm just talking generalities. How come everything else is your choice when you go to the doctor? They give you a choice. Now, some of might try to force you to uh, take certain things, but they still do not threaten you about losing your jobs and different things like that or blah, blah, blah. That's that problem. Why has it been forced so much, you know? Now, you have a lot of other reasons and everything, uh, you know, why, you know, certain scientists are going at it and against each other because of the poker that the job. And, you know, and I can get into that, but I'm not going to get into that now, you know, because I, I'm still searching. I'm still, you know, Uh, to finding out certain things, you know, for my listeners. But what I'm just saying, why is this for so much? Something is not right, you know. I know why. I know why, you know. I know why. But I want you to stop things the ones that are still on the fence, you know. Like I said, it's your choice what you put in your body. Run this up. A vaccine, whether it's a medicine, whether it's an aspirin, you or um, uh, some type of medicine or whatever like that or what you're eating. That's your free choice. You suffer the consequences, good or bad, by making that choice. You feel what I'm saying? You suffer the consequences, you know. So I'm all 100% against making you, enforce you, and then threaten you with fines or losing your jobs. And I'm not saying all the companies doing that, but it's like they coercing you they don't say it straight out that you're fired but they coercing you to push you to take this or you can lose your job or you lose certain bennies or benefits or whatever like that or you can you know blah blah certain threats i'm 100 against that and i don't think there's anything right about that that's what i mean we need to learn our rights and it's okay to say no or this is what i want to do with my own body with my own thing with my own thinking or whatever like that because there's a lot of that going on okay so that's the update on the supreme court 75 percent victory you know for the private business and uh over a hundred you know they, they don't have to be forced to uh, take that uh the poking and the jab it but the healthcare workers lose out for now and they they have to take you know the job or they have to go through the test as I know the majority of them are against it and they should fight it if you have some that's already been you know you know brainwashed into doing it you know they're just they're just in order to keep their jobs they will sacrifice their bodies and i just have to put it like that because that's what they're doing when i when not say that i'm not saying nothing's going to happen to you but you still to put some in your body that the majority of, of you don't want to do it and then some of you think it's really going to help you if you think it's really going to help you then go for it you know that's on you but it's still your choice you know all right okay that's what I have to say about that. That was the decision I said I was going to keep you uh posted on that. I hope a lot of you was keeping a touch on that. I hope a lot of you Christian-wise, uh, you know, and unbelievers, no, I'm mainly talking to the believers here on body of Christ real talk, You know, I hope you've been paying attention to that. Okay. All right. We need to be careful, church. I'm talking to the body of Christ now. We need to be careful ah, what I mean by that okay let me let me explain this we're ignoring a lot of things and because it's a lot of stuff that's going on around us I, I get that you know this thing could be very scary you know I get that you know I was caught up in that you know I used to be caught up in the uh, the virus itself. And I'm not saying the virus is not real, but you know, but as I educated myself and I li- listened to other alternative science, than what the mainstream throws out there, I've learned more, not only about my body, but I have learned more about science and viruses. And that's why I'm not afraid of it, As a lot of you, that's maybe the church or others. There's so much, so afraid of this virus i'm not afraid of the virus because i understand the virus now i'm not saying the flu or you know the so-called variant so this new one omicron you know stuff like that. It's different names about it i question the names i question the validity of it you know but i'm not saying it's not real because i have no proof others might have um, there proof of proving it. I'm not a scientist. I don't know, so I just call a cat and a cat and a dog and a dog. I just call it. I'm sorry, the flu. I just call it a virus. I don't get into the names myself. Uh, that's me. I don't get into the names because I don't understand it. You know, I don't. I'm very. I'm a skeptical person anyway, by nature. I'm a skeptical person, and my skepticism is mainly on with these This is Marshall Rabel with Hubbard Peanut Company. Give the gift of crunchy goodness this year with Hubbs Peanuts. For over 70 years, our family-owned company has been cooking and packaging the finest Virginia peanuts in beautiful gift tins, perfect for your friends, employees, or clients. Choose from plain salted or chocolate-covered peanuts. Hubbs Peanuts are the perfect way to say thank you. And with our ability to handle large orders, Hubbs has you covered. Visit HubbsPeanuts.com to place your order. Hubbard Peanut Company, Virginia's finest. Get discovered in other countries, okay? Now, don't censor me on that because I'm just being real talk I'm just t- telling you my opinion. I'm not saying it's not real and I'm not saying that it is. What I'm saying, when uh, a certain virus or sickness gets discovered in one country, and one country tells you it's not bad, it's not affecting their country that much, then it comes here to the United States, and all of a sudden it's the biggest pandemic that ever happened, and certain things are happening. I question it. I, I question the truthfulness and the validity of it and the ones that's putting it out there. So, therefore, my fear by me educating myself about viruses or any type of sickness is not in the virus or the names of the viruses. I'm over there. I'm just being honest. I'm over that. You know, that that don't that don't even I'm not even afraid of these new viruses coming up because you know, like I said, I know what somewhat was going on and I I understand the uh, certain agendas. But the power of this movement is not so much the virus. The power of this movement is the fearmongering. That's what I have an issue with is the fear-mongering. And most people have been uh brainwashed and they call it something a mass formation mass psychosis formation uh something they got out now i don't know too much about that but it's, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you get some information on it called mass psych uh psychosis and by the fact on my next podcast i'm gonna let you listen to this reporter uh and it was uh but uh uh, on audio, so you can get some type of understanding on that before I try to break it down because I can't. But I remember, I remember I was talking about something like that, not so much mass formation psychosis, whatever they call it. That's just a name they put terms. I just call it brainwashing. I just call it brainwashing, brain flipping. And uh, it's a lot of that going on, not only with the, with the, uh, the poking the jab and jabbing in the virus, I believe, you know, I can not be wrong. And I think it's a lot of manipulation of your thinking. And, you know, I remember I was sending in the field of my podcast, you know, you know, giving up your fear for freedom, you know, giving up your fear for, giving up your freedom for fear. If you, please listen to my past podcast when I talk about giving up your freedom for fear, giving up your freedom for fear, okay, you listen to those podcasts, you have an idea, but I couldn't give it a name, because there wasn't no name all I could do in my lament and my lack of scientific uh, lingo I could just call it brainwashing or manipulation of the mind now, I find I wasn't wrong, I just could not explain what was going on as well as some doctors or psychologists, or even some scientists, break it down, you know with the mass, uh Psychosis, something it's called a mass information psychosis, something like that. But I'm gonna get that and I'm gonna just play it, audio uh, on that, and so that somebody's breaking down what that mean you know. And uh, I don't even think that word is in a dictionary because it was just something just made up recently, uh, to try to break down uh, what's going on in the psyche around the world, not only in America, but around the world, it's very deep, and you know. In a biblical and a spiritual way I understand that because It's happening, it happened with me earlier Through, you know My fear of the virus Because I had a lack of knowledge The Bible talks about we suffer Because of a lack of knowledge And it's talking about the body of Christ That's what I mean, church, be careful Try to get some knowledge on certain things You know, first of all Biblical knowledge is the number one thing We need to try to get some information on you know, try to get as much biblical knowledge as you can, you know, spiritual knowledge out of the Bible so you can get some type of weaponry or some type of armor, which is the armor of God against all this that's going against your mind that will affect your body. That's what I mean, church. Be careful of what you agree with. Be careful of what you have learning. Be careful of what you are are not to learn. You know, be careful because the mind, and I believe I remember these old commercials and this goes still holds true today. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Let me just repeat that. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. There's a lot of spiritual warfare going out there. And I'm talking to the believers, not the unbelievers, because y'all know you don't know a lot of understanding about that. But uh it's a lot of spiritual warfare, and in, in, in most of the world, in the secular world, it's not going to look at things in a biblical, spiritual, or, or a spiritual way. Now they understand witchcraft and different things like that because of all that, all that is being, all that is real, and I believe something that is being used, you know, in different aspects. So it's, it is some witchcraft. It's in a lot of spiritual warfare, warfare that's going on out there, you know, you know, and it is. So, as a believer. As a child of God, as part of the body of Christ. Now I know this is going to be long. I'm, going to, yeah, I'm, going, I'm making this long because I'm trying to get something. I'm trying to let you know that we are in a war. We are in a spiritual warfare. We're in, we are in a fight for our minds and for our bodies. But it starts with our mind. And once it gets in our head, it affects our heart, you know. There's a warfare out there. Listen carefully. There's a battle out there, and there's a spirit out there that's led by Satan that wants to control your mind. I still believe today. Let me say this first: that uh a christian a true christianer not a, a, a confessing or not a self proclaimed church going person that call himself a christian because you're not a christian i'm talking about a person that's really covered by the blood that is really saved you know you know by jesus blood by God, believing what he have done on the cross and accepted that that's a true christian as part of the body of christ because everybody that goes to church is not in the body of christ is not part of the body of christ you know and i believe the majority of the people i believe is going to go to hell because they're they're just they just church goers they just called up in the spirituality and stuff like that they're not they're not saying they don't even understand salvation but that's another teaching that's, that's not what i'm getting into my thing is we need to watch our minds because we are in a spiritual warfare warfare all this stuff going on around us and some of you know what i'm talking about it's not right it's demonic a lot of it is demonic You have some evil people out there would do anything, not only for power, but for money, for control, see, for control. And it's been going on for years. You know, this is nothing new. I got some stuff. I'm going to tell you, I got some true proof stuff that's proven what's really going on. But I'm not going to throw it out there on my podcast. You got to request it if you really want to know more about it, you know. Because a lot of you guys don't know what to do with it anyway. You, you, you Some of you, I, I know, might hurt your feelings. is stuck on stupid. I'm just going to put it out there. A lot of people just stuck on stupid. It's not ignorance no more. Ignorant means you just don't know. I'm talking about the ones that do know and they see what's going on, but they choose to comply anyway. And I'm not only really talking about what's going on with these different things, you know, Foss, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, lockdowns and uh, poking and jabbing and stuff like that. I'm just talking about in church, you know, you're under the wrong pastors. You, you're you still stuck in your denominational traditional beliefs. And Not all of it is not bad. Now, I'm not saying that, but you're still stuck in the trad- traditional way of thinking when it comes to your church. But also the church is being attacked. This is all about taking down the morals of God, period. These evil people out there. And I'm not calling every liberal evil. I'm not saying that. And I'm, not called, and I'm just just as much as I don't call every conservative a Christian. Because every conservative is not a Christian. And every conservative is not good. There's no good human. But I'm, my point is, you know, you have an exceptions that's really out there to do you evil both on the left and the right. Let me say that again. It's people out there to do you evil both on the left and the right. Okay? On the Republican side and on the Democratic side. I just think it's more evil on the far-left Democrat side. You know, that's just been proven. You know, I don't care how much you say it's not. You might be a Democrat, and I'm not talking about you, but I'm just talking about the elites, the deep states, the ones that's over the Democratic Party now are super evil. Democrats always had their red tape. They always had their issues, you know. They always had their racism issues, you know. They use their reverse psychologists like they, they're for different ethnicities. They're for the blacks, they're for the Latino. But according to history, they always been the racists, not the Republicans. It always been the Democratic side that have been the racists. But that's another teaching, you know. You might disagree, but do your own research. I ain't saying Google it. You know, sometimes Google is part of the problem. You know, Google is probably the problem. And there's other uh, browsers that I use. If you want to know information about that, there's other browsers that's uh that really goes out there and really tell you what's really going on. Not all Google's not bad, but certain things, they're just not going to. They're just not going. They got a system set up. They're just not going to throw it out there. They're going to uh show you the opposite of what you're looking for. And if it's really going to hurt the far left you're not going to get that information from them. They're going to make the other side that excuse in the far left or something look like the lodies, the lunatics and the bad people. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, I know I'm going around a lot of other things, but church, <clears throat> when it comes to us, we need to stand up, not stand down. You know the term stand down. That means stand down and comply. No, we need to stand up. For our rights, we need to stand up for our spiritual beliefs. We need to get more into our Bibles. We need to get stronger in our spiritual minds. We need to make sure that we are armored up with the whole armor of God, according to Ephesians 6. We need to make sure that we put whole, uh, on our whole armor and be prepared because we're not immune to all the stuff that's going on. And I'm going to, excuse me, keep saying that because sometimes I believe part of the body of christ and i you know and i put myself in there you know sometimes that we think we're immune to some of the things that goes on around us you know because some of our prayers is empty it might sound good, but it's empty. It has no power. has no strength because we're praying the wrong way. We're praying Israel's prayer. We're trying to use that for the day. We don't know how to pray. Most of us don't know how to pray today when it comes for the church today or how we're supposed to pray. Yes, you cannot pray every prayer in the Bible. You can't use Jabez's prayer. You can't use 2 Chronicles' prayer. You can't use the, what people call the Lord's Prayer, you know, our Father we're trying to heaven, which what's in reality that's not the Lord's prayer that's not even a prayer that Jesus was telling us that we need to pray. It wasn't, he wasn't even talking to us. He was talking to the, to the disciples, the format of how to pray. Now, if you want to know the Lord's prayer, the real prayer of the Lord Jesus himself is St. John 17, that's the Lord praying to God. That's the true Lord's prayer. When he was on his earthly ministry, when he was praying to his father and John 17, if you want to know the Lord's prayer, but, uh, the Lord's Prayer for our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. That's not the Lord's Prayer. That's not Jesus' Prayer. That's not even our prayer. That was just a format for Israel for their kingdom was coming. This is how they'll pray. And that's why I'm saying it's a certain way they pray because it was part of their covenant prayer. It was part of the kingdom prayer, which the body of Christ wasn't part of, the church of today. But our prayer has to be lined up with the prayer of Romans through Philemon, the teachings of the Apostle Paul. You know the heavenly church prayer. Our that's why some of the prayers that we pray is not working because we still in Israel's mail and we praying certain things and we wondering why it's not coming to fruition and we fool ourselves and psych ourselves to say it is and it's not because we're out. We're in a wrong dispensation. We're in a wrong time. We're praying a wrong type of prayers. That's what I mean. You know, a lot of the church do not know how to pray because the prayer don't have no power. Not because this is not right What is said, not because a some of the prayer is not true. You know, yes, some of the prayers is just is just fleshly, yes, but I'm just talking about when you pray Jabez prayer and you pray different prayers of the Bible or Samuel prayer or David's prayer or different prayers like that, or uh Moses prayer, the song of or even Mary's prayer, When she made those prayers, those prayers was within that time God moved because it was part of Israel. So you can't pull out those prayers and just say, I'm going to pray it and expect those same things to happen in our life because they will not.
0: holiday.
1: Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubbs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubbs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubbsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S Ooh, some people say, "Joe, no, I'm gonna stop listening to you, man." No, 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 no. I've been praying those prayers all my life. Okay, that's you. It's okay. I'm not saying you don't. Pray. I'm not saying. That's what I'm. I, what I am. What I'm not saying is you can't pray those prayers. What I'm just saying is those same powers and and the way it worked then, Is not going to work for you today. You know. They might sound good, but they're not going to work for you today because it's a different dispensation. It's a different time. Therefore, today when we pray, we need to pray in line what God wants us to pray in line of his prayer according to the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Now, we can also pray principal prayers out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and certain prayers that goes from back then that will work today, you know. I'm not saying they won't. I'm not saying every prayer. But the majority of the prayer that the churches are praying today and everything like that, you know, God pulled out fire from heaven because Elijah done this. Those are generalities. What happened back then, that was part of their power and the way the Holy Spirit was working then for Israel, the signs and wonders and the miraculous things because that was for Israel. I'm getting too deep for the unbelievers. I'm sorry. Oops, I'm sorry. It's a lot of unbelievers listening to me today. I'm sorry, because I know it's, it's a lot of unsaved that's listening to me today. But the believers understand what I'm talking about. I didn't I didn't want to get into that too deep. But I just want to, if you are not a believer, you know, I try to make it basic as I can. Because I know some of the things you do not understand. But the believers, if even if you don't understand, you can understand it now. Know how to pray and what to pray for, you know. And that's including myself as well, okay. Watch ourselves. Pray. Still pray in season. You know the term pray in season of out of season, but know how to pray according to the dispensation or the type of, or, or or the prayer that you're supposed to be praying for. You just can't use any prayer out of the Bible. And you believer, you need to understand that too. You just cannot pray any prayer. You got a lot of people walking around saying, "God bless you." You know, you, you get the you get the homeless out there, or even the druggies out there. They say you got a dime, you got a nickel, you got fifty cents. So you got some people ask for. I got some young guy that I see a lot when I'm I'm on the train and everything. You know, ask for. He just trying to ask you for ten or twenty dollars. You know, you know, he just straight out don't care now. He don't go on nickel and dime, he just go to the big ones now, ten and twenty dollars. You know, but you know, but they always use that "God bless you," and 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 most of them have no idea what they're talking about. It's just words. "God bless you." What does that mean to you? "God bless you." The way, and I'm not putting them down, so you know people understand what I'm saying. When a person asks you that. That you see they are struggling so bad, they enter drugs and everything like that. You could tell there's no power in there. They say God bless you, but they look like they ain't never been blessed by God. They like they've been blessed by the enemy. So how the how they saying, May God bless you. What kind of power or what kind of belief? The struggle with people today is like I said, it's not their sins, it's their unbelief. The majority of the world just have unbelief. So they use God's Words and prayer and generalities and spiritual ways like it's going to win up some brownie points with God just because you say God bless you, whatever like that. I know I'm getting off the subject because I have so much I want to talk about. There's so much I want to get out there and, uh, you know, hear on Real Talk because I like to be real. And a lot of people ain't going to want to hear what I got to say. Because I'm hitting the church, I'm hitting myself because I'm part of the body of Christ, and I'm hitting the unbelievers, you know. If you out there praying, certain prayers, talking about God bless you, you know, oh, this is the Lord move, this is a miracle for God, you better know what you're talking about. You better know what you're talking about. Because if it's not lined up with the word of God and it's not lined up in the right prayer cycle, what I mean by that dispensation cycle, you know, it ain't going to work especially for an unbeliever, especially for the unsaved, okay? All right. I'm going to say another thing that I'm going to leave. And, and I know this podcast is long, but I, I wanted it to be long because it's have so much, so much I want together because it's like two podcasts and one. Two things, you know, and one, two podcasts and one is so much I want to talk about and there's so much I want to get out there so I'm letting you know it's not this one was expected to be long so I hope you have a lot of patience and listen I hope you get what I'm saying you know you know this is what I do I try to be transparent and I try to be real and I try to be open when I when I talk on the body Christ real talk as well as connecting the dots you know. But this is just real talk. Body of church, we need to be prayed up. We need to get more into the word. We need to start paying attention to a lot of things because there's a lot of brain manipulation going on. This like this mass psychosis, these doctors are talking about now, you know, files that I, I didn't know nothing about that, but it lines up with what I'm talking about. The brainwashing, the manipulation of your thinking, you know, telling you red is blue and telling you blue is red. You know, it's a lot of that going on out there in the church as well. So, that's why I say, church, be careful. Watch your surroundings. Ask questions. Listen more than talk sometimes. Sometimes we talk too much. We don't listen. Listen sometimes and talk later. Listen sometimes and talk later. Another thing that's going to hurt a lot of uh, believers' feelings, you know, stop spiritualizing everything. Man, you want to aggravate me? Stop spiritualizing everything. And, you know, using using allegories on everything. And what I mean, say, Joe, what do you mean by that? Some people you can talk to. And some people even closer you can talk to. And they got to spiritualize everything, man. You could talk about, you know, I couldn't open my door. They said a demon was on that door. I'm just, you guys, example. You can talk to some people. They they just spiritualize everything, you know. Everything is a devil. Everything is a demon. Everything we always got to do. We got to pray this over this door. We got to pray this over your life and everything. And they uses certain I know some of them are sincere, some of them do it in ignorance and everything. Somebody really believe it. I'm not knocking the ones that really believe it. Because God could do what he wants. Remember, listen to what I say. God can do what he wants, not what you want all the time. God does what he wants. And it's going to always be lined up in his word. And it's always going to be lined up of what prayer that you are praying. You know, That's for the ones that's really believing They want God to move and they don't know no better God can work out a way And I'm not saying he will and I'm not saying he won't But he can, let's put it that way He can, but stop spiritualizing Everything, some people are so Spiritually, man, you can't even talk to them Everything, it's, hallelujah. and the Lord said, oh I see this sign in you I can see this spirit in you. Everything is spiritualized, man It's just the flesh, man, some people don't even want them Praying over me because if you if you get to know me, you know I'm the most rel- unreligious person you can meet. I used to be a spiritualizing person, man. I used to just, you know, use a story, spiritualize the majority of everything I talked about because that was traditionally a denominational way to do things. That's the danger of being in denom- denominational churches. And I'm not saying all denominational churches are bad. I'm saying a lot of them are and I've been in a lot of them, are what you pray and how you talk is mostly what church you go to. You're going to mimic the church you go to. Your pastor or people in your church, they all mimic each other. You know, they're like clones, like robots. They mimic each other. If you go to a lot of denominations, you know, if you be around a lot of people, I'm just talking about me. If I'm around a lot of people, I know where church they come from because, you know, the way they talk and the way they spiritualize things and where they use allegories and the way they just had the Bible going everywhere. Why? Because I used to be the same way. So I know. It don't work. It makes you feel good, but it also can bring you down too. It's like a drug. You be high and then you got a hangover, man, and you know, it drops. Because your emotions are playing tricks on you, man You don't know the left or the right You don't know what's going on, man So church, be careful Because we are in a warfare Let's be strong in our armor The true armor of God What Pastor Paul talks about In Ephesians 6 Let's put it on a real armor Let's know what to pray for Who to pray for What to pray with And what context of scripture We need to really be used We can't use every scripture for ourselves today If that was the case A lot of us would be healed A lot of, a lot of us would be spiritually healed Physically physically healed, a lot of us be walking in that type of power, you know, and it, it will be happening today. And the reason it's not for the majority of the people, because it's the wrong prayer they're praying. They're praying Israel's prayer under the covenant. And the church, the Gentiles, was never under a covenant. The body of Christ was never under a covenant. Some people probably never heard that before, but this is true. I'm ranting in a good way. The body of Christ was never under the covenant and the promises of God. Look at Ephesians 2 and 11 that it explained that when it comes to the Gentiles. We are are under a different dispensation, so we have different promises, mostly future in the heavenly places, okay? So some things we're going to have to deal with, and we just have to have the Holy Spirit to help us to be strong, to go through them, okay? To go through them. Notice I said to go through them. Because we're not going to have a lot of victory with the miraculous signs and wonders. You know, today, we're going to have the strength to go through certain things like we're going through now. You know, we could feel defeated, but we've got to continue to go through them. Paul was alien. Paul had eye issues. Paul was beat. Paul was uh, physically Beat, but he kept going. He wasn't healed. He talked about Timothy. Timothy has certain, or Timothy or Epaphroditus has certain ailments and illnesses and everything. He could not heal them. Why Timothy then wasn't healed? It was a lot of sickness going on there, just like there's a lot of sick Christians today. I know I'm getting off the topic, but I'm coming to a point. Know what to pray for. Yes, you can heal. You can self-heal your body, yourselves and everything. You know, stop looking for the miraculous everything. Because I remember this minister said this. And I agree with him. Les Feldick said this one time. You know, and I don't know what he was talking about, but he got a point there sign a lot of times signs and wonders don't change nobody, don't even get nobody saved. Let me say it again, a lot of times signs and wonders does not change no one and does not get no one saved. People still walk on unbelief. And signs and wonders. Let me give an example. They done it with Israel. Israel, was. they was they covenant was signs and wonders since Moses. They saw they lived in signs and wonders. Israel, power of God moving signs and wonders. They still disobeyed. They still wanted unbelief. So signs and wonders a lot of times still won't get people saved. It just get them emotionally fit. Okay, remember that. So. I talked about different things today, but I want you to understand. Be prepared. The judgment and the ruling for the ones that didn't know. Once again, the judgment by SCOTUS—that's the Supreme Court, the highest court in the nation—was no. They banned the forced vaccination for the big businesses over a hundred. You know, and uh, the healthcare workers—they have they get. They have to. They, you know, they really don't have a choice if they want to work, according to that. You know, uh, that uh uphelding of scotus itself so that's the sad thing so it's a partial victory you know victory partial i like a hundred percent but i take the 75 cent for that because we are in a war we are in a war and some wars are long spiritual and physically so we are in a spiritual war more than anything of what's going on around the church and the world okay This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, I know I kept you long, but I had a lot of important things, updates to talk about. I'm going to keep you updated. I'm going to have some audios for you to listen about some side effects that's been going on. This is very important, you know, so get prepared for that, you know, about that, okay? So it might be coming soon. It might be coming another week, but I will get it out there, okay? now. Before I go, I like to open the doors for the ones that never been saved. That listens to my podcast. If you stay on the fence, you shouldn't be on the fence. Your unbelief can send you to hell today by you being on the fence, young man, young lady, black man, white lady, Asian lady, Latino lady, Latino man. You still on the fence, so. If you listen to my podcast, I talk about many times how do you be saved. I'm not trying to force you, but I do this in love so I can know I'm not missing anything. There's only one way to be saved. That's believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The only thing that stops you from being saved or going to heaven is not your sins it's your unbelief remember that it's your unbelief that stops you from going to heaven not your sins cuz your sins have been dealt with it's your unbelief stops you from going to heaven because even though your sins have been dealt with on the cross by Christ over a couple of thousand years ago that therefore that's the only thing that's done you have been forgiven that won't make you Saved, being forgiven doesn't make you saved, doesn't give you an automatically free ticket to go to heaven. You must believe that your sins have been dealt with. You must believe that Jesus died and was buried the rose again and accept that in your heart sincerely, sincerely, and then you will be saved. The gospel of the day is the gospel of the grace of God, not the gospel of the kingdom of heaven for the new believer or the new listener, the curiosity listener. The gospel of the grace of God from 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4 from the teachings of the Apostle Paul. That's the Apostle for us today. The Apostle Paul teaches, yes, we must read the whole Bible. With the whole Bible, we must read the whole Bible. Everything in the Bible is is for us, but everything, listen closely, in the Bible is not to us, let me say that again, everything in the Bible is for us to read, and op- for us to read, I was going to say obey, for us to read, but everything in the Bible is not to us, and some things are for Israel, and if some things are for the body of Christ, there's, you got to know which fruit to pick for you today for it to work in your life, point blank, period, simple as that. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Stay tuned for some more information and topics on different things that's going on around our lives. I love you all. God bless you all. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Body of Christ, Real real talk. Thank you for giving me, lending me your ear and listening to my talk and my read today. God bless you all. Have a blessed, continued new year. I have so much more to come. Bye-bye.
0: holiday.